Hey world, Terry Glenn Harris here, speaker, writer, coach, with another episode of Beyond the Coffee Table, the podcast. Let's build, y'all. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Another episode of Beyond the Coffee Table, the podcast. And here on episode three, we're tackling the tough question of why you can't and probably never will. And now, now that I think of it, that's not so much a question as to it being a statement. Why you can't and probably never will. So some of you may be asking yourselves, okay, what's he talking about? Why you can't and probably never will what? I'm going to break it down. Why you can't and probably never will achieve that goal. Why you can't and probably never will see that dream into fruition. Why you can't and probably never will get that degree. Why you can't and probably never will get that book. Why you can't and probably never will. Whatever comes to your mind, whatever that thing is that you've been holding on to for far too long, that's that thing I'm talking about today. But we all deserve to live a can life. I can do this. I can get that. I can, I can, I can, I can, I can. The the can't, I, I really don't like that word um, because it's so limiting. It's so deadly. It's so detrimental to anything we do in life. Um, which is why, you know, I want to be able to provide some kind of advice or some kind of information or some kind of motivation on getting away from can't and getting into the can lane or the can lifestyle, which is why I'm going to give three points um, on this podcast um, of how we can get around, you know, the can't. And the never wills. Uh, so by the end of this podcast, I hope you would have gotten some information that helps you get closer to obtaining whatever it is you're looking to obtain in life and closer to that goal you've been working on this year. I mean, you know, we're um, 32 days into our new year, you know, so it's time to, you know, I, I don't want us to lose that momentum. I wanted to keep it going. And if you haven't, had the chance yet to listen to episode one of Beyond the Coffee Table, the podcast, where I talked about New Year's sad resolutions. When you get a chance, just go ahead back and um, check that one out. But we're going to go ahead and we're going to get into this one, Why You Can't and Probably Never Will, Beyond the Coffee Table, episode three. So here we go. There are a plethora of reasons people don't live up to their full potential. There are a couple different reasons people don't reach that full potential. Why so many goals never make it to paper. Why so many dreams die when the dreamer opens their eyes in the morning. And why so many grow weary looking at what should have been, what could have been, what would have been, but simply isn't. What simply just did not happen. And I'm going to put a yet on the end of that simply did not happen yet because as long as you can go 
That means there's some kind of breath left in your lungs, left in your body. So it's not too late. The only time it's too late is when they etch in your tombstone. So it's not too late. So let's get in gear and let's do that thing. So there are a number of reasons um, that we fail at obtaining our goals. And just about every single one of those reasons can be overthrown. Like we can get it. We can do it. We can get past the naysayers, we can get past the can'ts, we can get past our egos, we can get past our insecurities, we can get past our fears. And today, tonight, this evening, whatever time you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you get past that. And I'm, I'm honestly, I'm going to help myself, you know, get past whatever that thing, whatever those things might have been. So, um, my first point, my first point that we have to get past or we have to get around in order to get to the can and the will is the hater within. Yep. The hater within. So the moment we dream up or we think up a new idea, There's this person who creeps into our minds and creeps into our thoughts and creeps into our DMs with negative energy. And typically that person sounds like this. Oh, I really don't have any extra time for that. Or I'm going to be so much more tired and I'm I'm already exhausted. Or I won't have enough time to spend with my family or, uh, you know, the competition, the competition is just too strong. Listen up. That pattern of thinking right there needs to go. We are not going to think like that anymore. We cannot afford to have those kinds of attitudes. And the reason we can't afford to have those kinds of attitudes is because they are toxic Those kinds of attitudes are blinding and those kinds of attitudes are draining. If you're already tired, you can't afford to have anything else drain your attitude. You can't afford to have any toxicness in your attitude. You can't can't afford to have anything blind you. You need to be using all five senses to their full potential. So how do we combat that negative mindset? How do we get around that hater within? Well, we do that with affirmations. Affirmations are not just for people who uh, meditate or who do yoga. Affirmations are for everybody. Affirmations is, an affirmation is something you should be looking at yourself in the mirror every single morning and saying to yourself, get yourself a daily affirmation. You know, whatever it is you want to do, let that be your daily affirmation. Every day when you wake up and you go into the bathroom and you're brushing your teeth, say that affirmation in your head. When you get finished brushing your teeth, look at yourself in the mirror and say that affirmation out loud. When you're in your car driving to work, say that affirmation a couple times. As you're walking into the building, so what if it might look like you're talking to yourself? Say that affirmation because the more you speak it into your soul, (laughs) 
just a matter of time before it comes out in your actions. Somebody gonna get that uh, later on. The more you speak it into your soul, it's just a matter of time before it comes out in your actions. Now, whether that's speaking good or whether that's speaking bad, it's going to come out. So just keep that in mind. So your affirmations. Here go a couple affirmations that you can, you know, use. I can do this. I will have the energy. And, you know, another affirmation you could do is what competition? Now, I'm not saying what competition, you know, in a state of cockiness. I'm just saying you don't have to compete with anybody anywhere. You can be in your own lane doing your own thing. And it doesn't matter how many other people are doing it. There are many singers in the world who just sing. They just love to sing, whether they sing professionally, whether they sing at karaoke, whether they do amateur nights. They love to sing and that's why they sing. And they're not worried about who else is on the stage, who else has a mixtape, who else is on iTunes, who else is in the building. They are there to sing because they love to sing and they are not competing with anybody else. Get yourself a no-compete mindset because when you think of Oh, the competition, that's already going to cripple you and hold you back because you are now starting to conform to what the competition is doing and you need to be an individual. So get rid of that mindset of the competition and turn it into what competition? Because there is none. This is, um, you know, the kind of thinking that goes into helping us to level up. Everybody know that Sierra song, you know, level up, level up, level up, level up. I'm probably off key and off tone, but I'm not a singer. But anyway, that, that's how we get to leveling up. When we get rid of that negative mindset, when we stop thinking about the competition, when we stop thinking about not having the energy and when we begin to tell ourselves, I can do this. When you change your thinking, you change your life. So, I decided um, about, I want to say, a month and a half ago that I was going to change my thinking. And my life has completely started to change because my thinking has changed. And like I said, when you change your life or you change your thinking, you change your life. I'm not saying that. Um, Because it's something I read in a book or because it's something I saw on the TV or something I heard in a song. I'm saying that because I'm living it. So I'm going to say it one more time. Change your light. Change your thinking. Change your life. Change your thinking. Change your life. So point number two, procrastination. Yep. Procrastination. It's a word we all have heard of. It's a word we all know how to spell. It's a word we've all used in our vocabulary. It's a word people probably have used um, maybe to describe us, depending on, you know, who you are, depending on what it is that you've said that you're going to do that you may not have done yet. But procrastination has, has killed more dreams and destroyed more goals than any weapon known to man. Procrastination is a weapon of mass destruction that no one can use against you, but that you use on yourself. Procrastination is a weapon 
of mass destruction that no one can use on you, but that you use on yourself. So why would you want to use a weapon of mass destruction on yourself? Why would you want to use something that's so detrimental, something that can kill the very core of you on you? Let's get rid of the procrastination. When we think of the successful people in our lives or the successful people that we look up to, um, and let's just say we ask that successful person, think in your brain of somebody who is, I'm just going to say somebody famous, someone who is an icon, someone who millions of people love, someone like um, Diddy, a.k.a. Sean Combs, a.k.a. Brother Love, someone like Michelle Obama, someone like Oprah Winfrey, someone like Martha Stewart, someone like Snoop Dogg, somebody like Ellen DeGeneres. Think of those people, someone like J.K. Rowling. And just think if you had the opportunity to ask them the question of, How'd you do it? How'd you get to where you are? I guarantee they're going to use words like hard work, perseverance. They're going to use um, words like blood, sweat, and tears. But I guarantee you will not hear them say when you ask them, how'd you do it? I guarantee you will not hear not one of those successful people say, "Uh, (laughs) you know, I just procrastinated. I guarantee that's not going to come out of their out of their mouths because if 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 they did just procrastinate they would not be the icons we know and love today. And if you don't want to think of someone famous, someone known to millions, that's cool. I'm pretty sure each and every one of you know somebody in your inner circle in your life who you look at and deem successful. And just ask them, "Hey, how'd you do it?" How'd you get to that point where you are in your life? And I guarantee you, they will also not tell you they simply procrastinated. Because when you procrastinate, you get nowhere but the same place you are right now. So um, when we do procrastinate, when do we, pro- when do we tend to procrastinate? We tend to procrastinate when we're looking for the easy way out. We don't want to really put the work in so we're just not going to work at all. Procrastination. We tend to procrastinate when we force ourselves to believe that the current task is just too challenging. Uh, Can I really do this? Uh, Do I really feel like doing this? You know what? I'm just going to put this over here and I'll come back to it in an hour. An hour turns into a day. A day turns into a week. A week turns into a month. And here we are again. A month turns into a year. Another time when that we tend to procrastinate is when we don't care enough about it. My thing is this. If you don't care about it, you should not do it. Take it off of your plate. Throw the plate in the trash put the idea in the garbage disposal, walk away and go think of, dream of, come up with something else that you do care about. Because my, in my opinion, if you don't care about it, you really should not do it. You know why you should not do it? Because 
you're going to end up resenting it. I really don't want to write this, <sighs> but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to have an attitude the whole time I do it. And then at the end, I'm still not going to be satisfied. Now, when I say write this, I'm not talking about writing a paper. If you need to write a paper for school or, you know, to get credit towards something, hey, or a report at work, you need to go ahead and get that work done. You might not like it, but you need that kind of work you need to get done. But I'm talking about anything extra that you're doing. Something, even if it's you helping somebody, if you really aren't in it, you should let that person know, I want to support you and I promise I will. But this right here, I'm just not feeling it. And I don't want to say, yeah, I'll do it and not be able to give it my all and it be halfway. I guarantee if that person really is your friend and if that person really respects you, they'll look at you and they'll say, oh, you know, I'm a little disappointed, but you know what? I appreciate you being honest with me and letting me know you, you really aren't feeling it. You really don't want to do it. Um, and more than likely, that'll probably help strengthen the relationship that the two of you have. Um, so if, if you really don't care enough about it, I don't think you should do it. I think you should find something that you do care enough about. Um, because at the end of the day, that will be more a, a more valuable way of spending your time. And I want you to remember, just because it's easy does not mean it's best. In fact, the easy way is normally the most detrimental to the end goal. The, think about it. If you get something easy, let's, let, let's look at a teenager in a car. You walk up to a teenager, you drop a pair of keys in their hand, and you say, there's your brand new car. Go have fun. That teenager is going to take those keys. They're going to run. They're going to get their friends. They're going to blast their music. They're not going to think about an oil change. They're not going to think about a tire rotation. They're not going to think about vehicle inspection. If you live in a state where vehicle inspections are mandatory. And then what's going to happen? That brand new car is going to begin to break down. The transmission is going to begin to go. The alternator and the engine are going to begin to do things they shouldn't be doing if it were taken care of by the teenager. Now, if you turn around and you teach the teenager, um, you know, it's important to make sure you never go below a half tank of gas. It's important to make sure you get your oil changed every certain amount of miles. It's important to make sure you get the car inspected to make sure it's running good and things of that nature. And you teach that and then you tell the teenager, oh, and by the way, I'm not paying your insurance. You need to pay your own insurance. Well, that teenager now is working for it. It's not just something that's been given to them. It's something that they earned. Maybe they earned it, you know, by getting good grades in school. Maybe they earned it by working around the house and doing what they were supposed to do there. But they earned it, so they're going to take more care of it because it didn't come easy. For many of us, as long as it's smooth sailing, we are all good. But the moment we meet the slightest resistance, we're out. Forgetting all the time we've already put into that project, the time that we will never get back. But remember, 
When you feel that resistance, you are closest to being victorious than you've ever been. So keep pushing. Don't give up. Don't stop. Keep going. Keep swinging. Don't walk away. Keep running towards that thing. And if you get to the point where you can't run because it's getting a little too resistant, just push, push, push. And eventually you will start running again because you're going to knock that wall down. I believe that for you. Some of us involve ourselves in activities we just don't care about. We volunteer um, to perform tasks for the social element or to be seen. And we have no emotional attachment. So it's easy to wait until the last minute or just not do it. Whatever your it is at all. And that goes back to, you know, not really caring, not really feeling it. Um, which is why, you know, whatever you don't care about, whatever you don't really feel, feel you, you shouldn't do. Find something that you do care about. Find something that you do feel and get into that. So here we go. My final point. My final point is a word that has so many of us bonded. And that word is F-E-A-R, fear. And what do we fear? The unknown. Oftentimes, when we can't see it or feel it or taste it, we are hesitant to move forward in it. Even if it is our calling, we know that is what we were put here to do. However, that is when we must train ourselves to see the forest before the trees. When we know it's our calling, when you know you're called to sing, when you know you're called to speak, when you know you're called to write, when you know you're called to run for city office, when you know you're called to run for Senate, when you know you're called to run for Congress, when you know you're called to write a book, when you know you're called to open a school, when you know you're called to start your own business, when you know you're called to be a motivator, when you know you're called to be a counselor, when you know you're called to be a teacher, when you know you're called to be a nurse, whatever it is you know you're called to do, you have to do it because that is where your ultimate satisfaction will come from. When you're doing your calling, when you're doing what you were called to do, when you're doing what you're so good at, you will never go to work a day in your life because you're doing what you were called to do. So fear of the unknown is simply false evidence appearing real. Fear of the unknown is simply false evidence evidence appearing real. False means a lie. False means untrue. So you don't believe in false things. So the next time you get a little antsy or a little nervous or a little scared with that fear, walk away from the fear and push through to your destiny because it is false evidence appearing real, meaning it cannot hurt you. Fear was designed to be crippling. 
Fear was designed to be detrimental. Fear was designed to be to to make people impoverished. Yes. Fear was designed to make you poor. Fear was designed to make you homeless. Fear was designed to keep you stagnant. Fear was designed to keep you an employee and never the employer. That is what fear was designed to do. And if you are like me, you are not going to let fear win. You are not going to let fear take any take up any more space in your home, in your phone, in your pocketbook, in your wallet. You are going to kick fear out and you are going to defy the odds and you are going to be victorious. You are going to overcome obstacles. You are going to burst through um, barriers and you are going to be the winner that you were born to be. Expose that false evidence for the lie that it is. If you're going to get in your own head, get in there with constructive, positive, forward moving thoughts, not with false evidence appearing real. Evict negative thoughts. The people who mean you no good, whom you've allowed to occupy the pent house rent free in your head get rid of them they need to go they need to go today they need to go at this moment let it be known it is time for you to go you do not get 30 days get your things now and get out when you do that watch how quickly things improve Watch how drastically things improve for the better. Watch the amount of bad stress that leaves you. Watch the pain and the tension leave your back. Watch how much you start to get done. It's going to be incredible. And I can't wait to hear about it. I want y'all to share it with me. So in conclusion... Your life is about to change. Your life is about to change. But first, you have to want it to change. And you must open up your arms and you must welcome that change. The hater within has to go. You have no room for them. So go ahead and kick them out. The spirit of procrastination must also be drawn out of you, and that has to go too. It's time to do what we know we need, what we know we must, and what we know we should have been doing. It's time to do that right now. We get in our own way when we get in our head and begin to talk ourselves out of the very thing we were called to do. Again, if you were called to do it, if you're great at it, you will never work a day in your life and you will be so joyful and so happy that you have decided to walk in your talent, to walk in your gift, to walk in your in your calling. Stop talking yourself out of your greatness. If you want to join the Stop talking yourself out of your your greatness and just 
just be great. I, I want that for everybody. I want us all to elevate. We This podcast was designed to build up. And I promise that's what I'm going to continue to do through my words on this podcast. I am going to help all of us build because that's what it's all about. If you want to join the conversation, um, maybe be a guest on Beyond the Coffee Table or you like to pitch a subject, please email me at beyondthecoffeetable at outlook.com. Um, if you like to follow me, I'm available on all social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Terry Glenn Harris. That's T-E-R-R-Y-G-L-E-N-H-A-R-R-I-S. Now, take this year, take this month, take this week, take this day, take this hour, take this minute, take this second, and be Great. I love y'all in real life. And I'll talk to y'all soon. This has been another episode of Beyond the Coffee Table, the podcast.